Welcome to the Ditch the Suits podcast, where we get real about the stuff no one in the financial world wants you to know about. Learn how you can better manage your family's wealth while protecting it from financial exploitation and so-called financial advisors. Here's to your financial awakening. Welcome your hosts, Steve Campbell and Travis Moss. Well, welcome back to another episode of Ditch the Suits Podcast. Steve Campbell here. This is going to wrap up our retirement readiness mini-series. We've recorded two other conversations as part one and part two. In part one, we talked around this idea of there's a lot of fear that's involved in planning for your retirement. There's things that people are considering, wondering, what if I get something wrong or I make a bad decision? How could it jeopardize my retirement? And those are very real fears, but financial planning is a process that can help you work through some of these things. We also talked around then in part two that there can be something of the idea of guilt, feeling guilty that you have assets or have the ability to potentially retire early or live your life in a way that maybe family members can't. They may have jealousy or coworkers, and you have this guilt of you know retiring and, and not knowing what to do, uh, living with these emotions. And are those real? Are those warranted? And how can you begin to work through those? We wanted to help you break free from any feeling that you might have of having the ability to retire early and how you can make the most of your time in this next season of life because retirement is not a stopping point. It's actually a new beginning. And in this last part, we want to talk about what is all this leading towards? If you're on this podcast, maybe you're here because you're on the road to what we would call financial freedom, having the ability to do the things you want to do when you want to do them with the people you want to do them with. That's financial freedom. And life is so short. We're going to spend a little bit of time talking about some of the things we've experienced uh, with clients, with loved ones in our own life, and how you only get one thing, one shot at this thing called life. And we want you to live it because it's your money and it's your life. So we hope that this last part, part three, wrapping up retirement readiness really speaks to you, gives you some impetus or some motivation to go out and live your best life as you're on the road to financial freedom. But as always, if this is your very first podcast episode, please like, subscribe, leave a comment. You never know how your review could help inspire somebody else. Uh, thank you for joining us in this three-part mini-series. We hope it's inspired you, and we hope you enjoy this last part of the conversation talking about financial freedom. So let's talk about financial freedom. What do we got? This is what you've earned. There's this balance between our life and our work yep. and what we want to get out of both of them. Yep. And our work is kind of synonymous with retirement or retirement savings, you know, it's our ability to go do the things that we want to do. Our goal is eventually to become free of that. So if we're working, we want to work, but not because we're required to work. So that normally is tied to our financial means. Yep. So if we think about the, the transitioning from work as financial freedom, as opposed to retirement, because re, re, financial freedom doesn't mean that you don't work anymore. You could still be working. You could work part-time. You could go work for a nonprofit. You could get your dream job that has nothing to do with what you did for your career. And it doesn't you know, pay you nearly as much, but you love it anyway. You like doing it. Financial freedom just means that you don't have to pick your job anymore because you need the financial reward that comes with it. Right. Or if you don't work at all, that's okay because you've, you've replaced the financial providing that work normally gives you. Yep. Through, through other means, which is saving. And so a lot of people will get to that point where they can become financially free. They put the money away. They've put the time into their work. They've got other things that they want to go do. They're cornered by some fear, or some guilt. Yep. 
and they just can't pull that trigger. They just can't find in they can't find the balance between that that work equation and what their life is worth because maybe there's too much defining them through their work or something like that. Yeah. Um, so they struggle. And a good example of this is a lot of times as you approach retirement, these are going to be your highest income earning years ever. You're going to make more money than you ever have for a lot of people pretty much right before you retire. So you've been promoted up to the top, you're making lots more money. Then all of a sudden you're supposed to just give it all up. And so you feel guilty about that because that is what you worked so hard for. Now you got it. And now you're walking away from it. And then you feel guilty for not walking away from it because your spouse is sitting there at home or the kids are wanting to do something or your friends are all retired and saying, you got to retire too. And you know, you have enough money, but you feel guilty because you can't walk away from it, but you should. And you know that that's unhealthy too. So Mm -hmm. we feel guilt you know, if we walk away, we then we feel guilt if we don't walk away. Yep. And the only way that I have figured out how to start to bridge, you know, this um, or to ease the stress that comes with this, this, that comes with admitting I have the resources, I am there, I am good. I shouldn't be afraid of the thing, these things because we've tested them. I'm covered. I shouldn't feel guilty because I know it's somebody else putting that on me. So I, and I, and I know the things I want to do next. So now I've got to let myself do, go do those things, but I'm just, I, I'm having a hard time taking the plunge. You have to think about the fact that, and the one thing that COVID has taught everybody, you know, so that like the, the, the thing that you can take from all the hyper intensity about health and everything that we've seen is that nobody knows how much time they have. You have no clue. I have retirees that are in their 50s. You know, we finally get them to retire. They have more money than they need. They're buying a second home or whatever. Then one day they have a heart attack and they're gone. No idea that that was even an issue. And they're gone. All those things they wanted to do over the next 10, 15 years, volunteering and all that stuff, you know, uh, traveling, visiting different places around the world, they'll never get to do any of it. And they probably could have started an extra two years earlier. Maybe they would have got two, three years in instead of the half a year in that they got. You just don't know how much time you have. If you're if you're married and you're close with your spouse and you're super excited about the next chapter and, and, and spending that time together and you, you two have a bucket list and you're putting that off because of, you know, one of these fears or some of this guilt, Yep. And one of you has a stroke or it, you know, is diagnosed with Parkinson's or, or early onset Alzheimer's or any number of really debilitating situations. You can't get that time back. You just, you can't go backwards. So you weren't put, people were not put on this earth, in my opinion, just to commit to making other people money. We need to work. We need to feel value. We need to earn a living. We need to save for tomorrow so that we have security. We want to put our stamp on society. We want to be, you know, achieve things. But at the end of the day, like, like back to the person, you're making more money than ever before. Another quarter million dollars in your bank account isn't going to make any difference. Yeah. You're not going to feel taller because you got more money. 
because it doesn't matter. It's just on paper. Yep. You know, if you, it, it, let's say that you needed $2 million to retire and you have four and you're going to work another year because you're going to have another 200,000, you already had 2 million extra. Having 2.2 million extra isn't going to make you any different than having 2 million extra. But a lot of times that money is just like, you know, waved around in front of us and, and we're holding on to that because I worked for it. I, you know, I've done, I've climbed the ladder to this. And then we get diagnosed with cancer the first year that we retire or, mm-hmm. or the year that we're retiring. And that's why we ultimately end up retiring or something. And it's like, what was the point of it all? You know, I'm, yes, the kids will be very thankful for it. But at the end of the day, would the kids have preferred to have their parent around or an extra $200,000 of a $3 million inheritance? You know, it, it just doesn't, the, the number eventually doesn't matter anymore. All that matters is the experience that you were able to pack in, in the time that you have. I know how much money you have. I can look at how much money you have and figure out roughly how much money you're going to have in the future. You know, assuming certain things happen, I can contingency plan for that. What I can't do is figure out when you're going to check out. I got no idea. Right. It could be a car accident. It doesn't, you know, it, it could be anything. Right. And just like that, you're gone. And all those dreams, all those lists of things that you wanted to do are gone. You don't, yeah. you don't get to go back and do them. And nobody can do them with you after you're gone. So even though, yeah, maybe your spouse can go do a river cruise in, in Europe, she can't do a river cruise with you. Yep. You know, and so that's that's what gets lost in this is those those fleeting moments that we get in life where we don't have to worry about anything. How empowering is it to go live life the way you want and not have to worry about the paycheck? And I mean, like some people are like, I don't worry about the paycheck. I got a great job. I mean, like you don't have to go to work anymore and you still don't have to worry about a paycheck and you get to go live the life you want. Oh, that would be so empowering. Then do it. If you can do it, do it. Don't let somebody else's, because at the end of the day, if somebody else is putting guilt on you, Yep. you know, at the very end, they're not going to be sitting there with you anyway. It's it's going to be you. And you're you're going to feel guilty for missing out or not taking advantage of things. You know, that's what it's about. It's about you and, and that that definition of freedom and finding completeness in life and not letting that be driven by, you know, these kind of artificial things that just get created for us that force us to procrastinate. Well, I think it's really important um, for anybody listening to draw that there's really two kind of camps that I think we're talking about. The first camp is there are obviously some people that need to potentially continue to work. Maybe they were late savers. Uh, they they really need mm-hmm. to put some hard-earned money away for retirement. So we're not necessarily talking about that group and creating guilt that you should just retire now and put yourself in a in a tough position where you could potentially run out of money. We're really talking about another group of people that uh, maybe have saved their entire life. Uh, maybe you've gone through that first you know, round of financial planning. You've looked at projections. You know you're going to have more than enough money. You know when to take your pension, your social security. You've, you've addressed your estate planning need. You've looked at survivorship. Um, you've addressed some of the other, the big thing. Like You know what's going to happen with your money every step of the way, but you're just at this crossroads where you just, it's hard for you to commit and it's hard for you to just let go. And it's hard to just live your life there are a lot of people that are in this place and it can sound like a sombering conversation about going too soon, but I think we've all experienced 
really truthfully in the last few years, people that we know, friends, family, coworkers, where, where they've gone too soon and you can't get that time back. And so what is, what is stopping you from having the ability to do the things that you want to do? And I think it comes back to, you know, addressing the real fears that people have. Planning can help sort through those fears so that you know what to expect at every turn. So that's not really something that we can say, well, I don't know what to expect, right? You can't, you can't hide behind that because planning can help you address those things. Those are planable events that you can look at that can help you understand when and what to do, how to do things, and you know, to make sure that you're filing on time and doing all of these things. Then there's just addressing the real concerns about, you know, what are some of the other emotions behind it and spending money. But what you're talking about is adding value back into your life in a way that you can't ever get back. And we have spent numerous podcast episodes talking about if there has ever been a disservice that the financial industry has done, it has made it seem like the only thing that matters to people's identity is the amount of money that they have. There's a big difference between wealth and money. And if this is your first episode, I'm just going to take a minute to park here to let you know that we believe there's a big difference between wealth and money. Money is, let's look at wealth. Wealth is the ability, the people that you love, the things you love to do, the things you care about. That is how we would define wealth. That is where your passions are. That is where your emotions are. Those are the things you gravitate to. Then money is simply just a tool that empowers you to be able to take care of those things and do those things, whether it's lavish your kids. And you had mentioned in one of our podcast episodes, that you know there's a lot of people that say you know I'm I'm putting all this money away to make sure we can do what we want to do but then I also want to be able to help our kids we did a series of conversations on multi-generational planning and you get people that will not only have enough money to sustain their lifestyle but they'll also have enough money to start gifting money to their kids but it is still hard for people when these needs come up to be able to actually as you said pull the trigger and actually give the money to the kids but think about what that would do for your kids to be able to experience mom and dad, or you know, if you're a surviving spouse, just mom or just dad, being able to help them in this journey and the value that would put and how that would build your relationship. And we're not talking about money solves problems, but if you are saying to a planner that I want to be able to help my kids both when I'm gone and while I'm here, what what would it look like to actually be able to do that and to see them experience that? So I love this conversation because it's not a doom and gloom, but it's almost a second chance. We're all getting a second chance right now to really say, man, life can change on the drop of a dime. Things can be taken from me. Financial freedom gives me the ability to go live my life and to let go of restraint, knowing that you, if you've done all the planning, right, you can't just be careless, but if you've done all the planning, you've looked at the numbers, you've projected out, you've made, you've tied up all the loose ends, you make sure everything is set up the way that it should be. What's stopping you from living your life? Yeah, we um, we have too many roadblocks. Yep. You know, there's just too much. There's too many. We allow too many things to allow us to say, well, I'll get to that tomorrow. Yeah. And, or I'll think about that tomorrow. Or, you know, you brought up with um, kids and and some of the, the gifting conversations that we've had. Um, I have families that, are absolutely it's a position that they are to give. And they're, they're trying to tread the line between helping and still incentivizing their kids to develop, you know, responsibly. And it's a challenge 
but a lot of times people have financial freedom to start doing these things and they don't realize it till, you know, years after the fact, just because and we'll bring it up and we'll say, Hey, you know, our biggest problem is going to be taxes and probably wanting to gift money um, for tax planning purposes. And, and they're looking at us going, I can't believe that. Maybe we'll deal with that when we get there, you know, and, and, and like what you just brought in or, that introduced there was just the concept of, you know, if we keep waiting to do things, we miss all the, this time that we get to be participating and having, you know, really enjoying ourselves. Think, think back to when you were um, in school and you're always, when you're, when you're young in school, you're always thinking about what the older kids are doing. And then when you graduate and you look back, you're like, I wish I could do it all over again. Yeah. Right. I wish I could have that senior season on the football team again, or I wish I could do this, or I wish I could do that again. I wish I could be braver. I wish I could, you know, do X, Y, Z that, that I was never brave enough to do when I was in school. That's because we let the moment get away from us. Yeah. And so a lot of times, you know, people live in regret things that they didn't do. Financial freedom is no different. You know, it won't look like, okay, I don't re you may not regret not retiring earlier, but you might regret some of the things that you missed because you didn't retire. So the two things are inextricably linked. They, they are, they are connected. And, you know, the whole point of this is, is if you have gotten there, if you have won, if you won the race, you're already past the finish line and you're still sprinting around the track make sure that's because you just love to sprint. And Travis just had a little bit of a mic drop button. So we are going to stop right there and say that we hope that you've enjoyed this three-part mini series on retirement readiness. You know, we spent a lot of time in part one talking about the fears around retirement planning. Those are very real. Those are warranted. But financial planning is a process that can help you work through those. In part two, we had talked about this feeling of guilt that can be involved in having the ability to potentially retire early. And what does that mean for you, your spouse, your lifestyle? And in this last part, we just talked about this concept of what we're all working towards, which is the idea of financial freedom, having the ability to do what you want, when you want, with the people you want to do it with, and not having to worry about the things that can stress us out in life. Because you only get one shot at this thing called life. And we hope that this mini series helped inspire you to go out and take advantage of every opportunity that you have. But as always, thank you for stopping by. Leave a comment, leave a review, share this resource with somebody that you think could help inspire them. We appreciate your time as always. And until next time, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for listening. Ready to ditch the suits? Remember, it's your money and your life. For more information, visit seedpg.com. That's seedpg.com. If this podcast has impacted you, we ask that you subscribe or follow so you never miss an episode. And be sure to share with a friend.